This is the podcast by The Straits Times. Well, welcome to Sport on Here, Money FM 89.3. And we have with us right now these sports uh, podcasters from The Straits Times who have their own uh, sports uh, podcast called Game of Two Halves. I'm Bernard Lehman. With me are uh, the assistant sports editor, uh, Rohit Brichna, and also sports correspondent, Sazali Abdul-Aziz. Welcome back to the show, guys. Hi, Bernard. Hey, nice to be here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, today we'll be going to talk about the significant development in the English Premier League title race and some weighty matters on the ongoing SEA Games. I mean, defending champion Champions Manchester City have fallen 14 points below uh, Premier League leaders Liverpool after losing 2-1 to Manchester United over the weekend. And December is going to continue to be a, a tough period for them with games against Arsenal, uh, Leicester, who are now currently second in the table after Liverpool, and sixth place uh, Wolves coming up as well. Well, Pep Guardiola says uh, a City might not be able to compete with the best teams in Europe and have to accept the reality. So guys, is it all over for, for Man City right now? Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's pretty much Liverpool's here. You know, it dropped uh, even below uh, Leicester in the table now and, and you know, uh, Leicester, of course, have gone on a, on a great run themselves. But, yeah, I, I think uh, City are, are all but out of contention. Honestly, I think this, this year... What has happened is what I had expected last year mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, except, you know, last year they went on a, a, an amazing run in December and January, um, you know, and, and, you know, avoided defeat against Liverpool and eventually won the title. And this year, you know, they've, they've slipped up here and there against the smaller teams. Uh, I don't mean Manchester United, uh-huh. uh, although the, the loss to them was a surprise also. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm, you know, very certain City are not going to win the title for a third time in a row. Ah, Rohit? Yeah, what fantastic pressure on Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's pressure because, I mean, now, you know, it, when everybody backs off, then you think, oh man, you know, <laughs> can't lose this one. Never <laughs> yeah. going to get a chance like this. So, it, 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 I mean, it's obviously you want a tighter race because there's more fun going to the wire. But, you know, I, I've just seen too many funny things in sport in my life, mm-hmm. you know. And so, there are how many months left? Five? Four, yeah, about, uh, four, yeah, about, about four, five months. About, about five, five months. months yeah. Four, five months. I was actually just, because of Joseph's schooling, I was counting off how many Sundays were left till the Olympics. And I think there's something like 32 Sundays. So, there are quite okay. a few left for the Premier League also. <laughs> so, let's see what happens. You just never know. Yeah. But yeah. yes, it doesn't look good. doesn't look good. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the gap is getting bigger and bigger. Yep. You know, and then Leicester is coming up very strongly as well and, and we'll see how, how it all pans out. Okay, um, and now we turn our attention now to local football, guys. I mean, specifically the six uh, footballers uh, who broke a few of the SEA Games. There was a, a night after Singapore uh, played Thailand while the team was still in the midst of the tournament. Uh, Sazali, you broke the story. Can you, can you tell us a little bit more what happened briefly? Honestly, uh, from a personal stand, it's one of the stories I don't enjoy writing because mm-hmm. it's you know something that's, that's really disappointing. But basically, six members of the Singapore under-22 football team uh, broke curfew uh, on the night they lost uh, to Thailand, to Thailand 3-0 yeah. they were in their rooms uh, when the team officials went, made their rounds at 11pm and uh, they were later spotted uh, allegedly spotted at the casino allegedly returned to the team hotel at 3pm at 3am rather 3am mm. and um, you know, they were asked what they were doing and uh, 
allegedly they replied they said they went out to get food mm. so um you know I, i think because they had been seen outside you know and obviously not getting food you know the the authorities are, are really upset with them and and uh, hearing is has been said and and uh, you know everything's um about to go down in the in the coming days so basically everything in sport is about timing yeah you know because these are all young uh, people and you know young people have fun and they do silly things and you know you know it happens you know i think all athletes it sort of happens but with these guys i think they'd lost the match they had more matches to play mm. and more i think that uh, you know teams uh, not every team has a great amount of talent but so the one thing you fight that uh, this discrepancy of talent and ability to play you fight that with discipline Mm. So I said, okay, man. I mean, I don't have the skill on the ball as you do, but I can run harder than you because I train harder than you. And that comes from just sheer discipline, you know, from from doing all the things right, you know, from your from your food, from your training to to stuff like curfew and things like that. And I think it's very important that teams themselves, you know, you can't leave everything to coaches. I think teams must have their own leaders, you know, who set a standard of what is okay and what is no not, not okay. okay. And this is. I mean, you know, I said, you know, young people will do things like that, young athletes, you know, but I thought this is just I mean, it was and it just adds to the reputation, you know, I think football sometimes just needs good news. It doesn't need stories like mm-hmm. this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So Ruit mentioned, uh, you know, about um discipline being needed particularly when, you know, maybe a team or an individual um maybe lacks a bit of skill. Honestly to me I, if they had beaten Thailand 3-0 that day mm. uh, I still think you know it's wrong. we completely wrong um and I think you know um they would be dragged over the coals uh, as they are now as well mm-hmm. um you know I I we were chatting about this earlier and and um you know I told Rohit you know it, it's like you know um a, a 400 meter sprinter you know finishing second last uh, in the final going out that night you know to to visit casino when there's a, a relay the next day or in a couple of days <laughs> you know it's if that happens we would still be you know up in arms and and, and rightly so so yeah i th- i think there's there's no defense for for what these boys did did they win at the casino yeah <laughs> 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 if if their form carried off from the pitch unlikely lah so so what's going to happen to them uh, uh, i mean that six six players what what will most likely happen to them yeah so so as i mentioned, Uh, the hearing has been uh, set up. Uh, they're going to face. Uh, I mean, a disciplinary hearing. This this uh, happens pretty uh, commonly. Uh, you know, in the Football Association of Singapore, they're going to face a disciplinary panel. Uh, I think you know the the, the FAS are going to come down hard on them. You know, the FAS have had already issued a statement, a very strongly worded statement. You know, saying they had let the nation down. You know, some people have criticized FAS for that, but yeah, like I said, you know, I think they have pretty much gathered the facts in this case, and mm-hmm. and you know. It's indefensible so i think they, they, these boys will be made an example and i think uh, you know um, they're going to be you know slapped with some hefty uh, punishment All right, halfway point of the uh, podcast right now. If you like the Straits Times, uh, spot on, and also the game of two halves, you can listen to us live right here, Money FM eighty nine point three, from about five fifteen pm every Monday, or you can subscribe to Game of Two Halves on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating. And now back to the second half of our conversation uh, with our ST Sports uh, podcasters. We have a weighty matter on our hands next, especially uh, Joseph Schooling's weight well, over the weekend at the Sea Games National Training Centre head coach Gary Tan conceded that Olympic champion uh, Joseph Schooling needs to get more trim and fit. 
and needs to make big changes to his lifestyle. But he also insisted there was still time for him to do so with the Olympics some seven months away and many, many more Sundays, as Rohit mentioned. Uh, he also considered that. Well, gentlemen, what do you make of the remarks? Yeah, I mean, I think Joseph, uh, I think the problem Joseph uh, is having is that Joseph is unable to find the power that he had. I think, you know, swimmers, you know, are like boxers or they're like racing dri- car drivers. I mean, with their cars, you know, they're, they're so in their, with, from their machines, which is their body, they're looking for a certain amount of power. Mm. And Joseph had really good technique and, you know, he was able to find that, which is why in 2016 he swam so well. And I think subsequently he's not been able to find that, you know, that surge mm-hmm. that he needs. And so maybe he's trying different things, you know, and I'm going to be kind to Joseph because I feel that, I mean, I, I, I don't feel criticizing him for me is meaningless you know he's a, he's the only olympic champion we got uh, mm-hmm. i'm sure he doesn't want to swim slowly mm-hmm. you know and uh, so he, maybe he's trying to find ways to get that power maybe one of the ways he thought was to bulk up it's not working and we know that that it's not his fighting weight because he didn't swim really fast i mean i i actually look uh, for me it's not so much the first second i really you know at the moment i don't care about that i i care about the timing mm-hmm. and i i he wasn't fast mm-hmm. i mean he wasn't as fast as i hoped that he would be he still has time left i mean you know so he's chasing time and he has some time you know i mean it's uh, it's uh, you know i know that i don't want to compare him even though he beat michael phelps i don't want to compare him to michael phelps because michael's Phelps is a freak, yeah. right? But the fact remains is before London, I know that, you know, Michael Phelps, you know, I, I remember his coach uh, even saying that, you know, he didn't know when he, whether he was going to turn up for practice and, you know, and he still won a couple of goals, but mm. that is Michael, <laughs> right? But what I'm saying is that a lot of athletes have uneven journeys towards their destinations. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't overreact. I think deep down, if you ask me, and that's the column that I'm writing today, is that I trust Joseph. I trust Joseph is hungry. I trust Joseph is swimming for the right reasons. And when I say that, that he's swimming for himself, Mm. not for us, not for anything else. He must swim for himself. Mm. He must swim because he likes the challenge. He must swim because, you know, there's joy in what he's doing, you know. And, And I feel that people will say that he has nothing to prove, but I disagree with that. I mean... He's won the Olympic gold, but as, as long as you're a competitive athlete, you've got something to prove. Mm-hmm. And, and he sort of has earned that trust from Singaporeans, yes, hasn't yes, he? I mean, no. we've, obviously by delivering, I, I, right? That's mm. absolutely the right yeah. word. I think so, I trust him because he's earned that trust. Yeah, he's earned it. And, and it's two different sports, but I'm, I'm a fan of um, you know, mixed martial arts and boxing. And, and in those sports, athletes tend to you know, uh, go up and down weight classes. They cut weight um, mm-hmm. regularly. And, mm. and honestly... You know, seven months away, uh, schooling to to sort of um, get into so-called fighting shape. I think it's not an issue at all. I think he, like like what um, you know, Rohit said. You know, he's trying to find you know that that balance. What what is right for him? He hasn't found it yet. It seems. Mm. Uh, but you know, like as you we were saying, you know, he he's earned our trust. We should have faith that he knows what he's doing. Obviously, sure. he's <laughs> he's the only Singaporean to have you know done what everybody has yeah. uh, you know wanted for for. I, I know, mean, the the one good thing is. That whatever it is, whatever the margin that he won the race by and whatever his timing was, he still won the race. So mm-hmm. I think that's always a good sign. And he won it, you know, it, towards the end and he won it with a good finish is that, you know, he still got that pride in him. And I think pride is a huge factor in Absolutely. these sort of things, you know, which 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 pushes you. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. Mm, it's interesting for sure. Well, he did say last night that he's going to go back to the drawing board when he comes home. Well, Gary Tan also said that the fight that we've been missing for a while is back following us 
schooling's victory in the 100 meters fly when he outtouched our teammate Aquatanwen to win the race. Is that really good news uh, for Singapore? Yeah, I, I, I think. But that's what I'm talking about. The pride is like the fight. I mean, you need you need that. I think when you when you get on the blocks, you're just looking for an edge, you know, and that edge maybe is because you've outtrained somebody, and there's also ego, and there's so many things which go into. You know, having a good day at the office, and um, I like the fact that he has this competitiveness. Competitiveness in itself is not enough. You have to be in shape. You have to really work very, very, very hard, or whatever. And uh, but I quite, I quite enjoy these things. Of course, people overreact, and people can be rude, and people. But I also be, find people have been very supportive of him, which is very mm-hmm. good to see. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's. I find the journeys to be quite interesting. But you know how athletes find their way. It's not some clear cut thing. They are not machines who just go to practice every morning and you know uh, become great. You know they're human beings who who have to undergo a lot of different types of hardship. And it's also interesting. I think this is the first time Singapore. Is approaching an Olympics where we have, you know, yeah. go, you know, so everybody sort of doesn't know, uh, you know, you can say the media sort of yeah, doesn't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. to scrutinize. That's true. That's you know, the, true. The, the, the people are, uh, you know, some critics are saying, right. ah, send him to NS, he'll yeah, lose yeah. some weight, yeah, you know, that kind true. of thing. So, you know, the people don't know how to deal with this because they've yeah, never yeah, had yeah. Uh, an Olympic champion, you know, We're defending a title. Defending right? a title. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. it's really interesting all around. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. There goes the final whistle for our sports discussion of the week. We really hope you enjoy listening to us. Glad to have you in the studio with us. Uh, thank you, Rohit and Sazali. Yeah, nice to be here. Good to be here. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.